Welcome to the Attention Collection Podcast, a show about the art of paying attention, about expanding awareness, and sharing what we found with anyone willing to listen. I'm Anthony Garcia. So over the last six episodes, I've attempted to make a case for taking time to pay attention to the life that is unfolding all around us at every moment of every day. I think that's the practice of art. You know, I think it's the wellspring for creativity, the antidote to boredom, and the gateway to mindfulness. Essentially, it's a way to be awake at the wheel of the car that is your life. But it's also more than that. And it occurs to me that while I've been trying to encourage you in the process of building one, I haven't actually taken the time to explain what an attention collection actually is. So maybe we should do that. What do you say? So I would love to start off by saying I coined the phrase, the attention collection, but it's not true. Truth is, I first encountered that term in David Dark's book, Life's Too Short to Pretend You're Not Religious which is a long and beautiful title for a fantastic book. If you haven't checked it out, please do yourself a favor and read it for several reasons. It's a touchstone for me that I come back to time and time again. I I can't tell you how many people I have shared that book with. But in it, David shares a story of a time when the singer-songwriter Peter Case led a workshop for aspiring young musicians. They'd ask questions like, Where do ideas come from? Or from where does one draw inspiration? I think that's a question that we've asked ourselves or others many times probably. And Peter addressed this question with these words. The artist draws inspiration from a half-remembered remark, a billboard, an odd facial expression misperceived, a snatch of dialogue among strangers, or whatever's at hand sometimes directly or even word for word, to articulate something needful, new, and timely, whether in lyric, image, story, or argument. So Peter looks over this group of teens and 20-somethings, and he actually encourages them. You've seen enough, he says. He didn't discount their age or their lack of life experience, but he follows it up with this. But maybe you haven't seen what you've seen. What a profound statement. Maybe you haven't seen what you've seen. So here's the truth. We are never not being formed and informed by our environment, by the things we take in, knowingly or unknowingly. So it's there. It's floating around in our lives, whether we recognize it or not, and we are being formed by it. So recognizing this truth, David Dark concludes, what an essential burden to make sure you're still taking on this business of being awake to yourself, to be a witness to your own experience, to listen to your own life, to see what you've seen. I think he's right. We are at all times being formed 
So we might as well have a hand in the process, right? We, we might as well take some ownership here. And this is where the attention collection comes in. This is the place we gather our noticings, so to speak. Our collection of eavesdroppings, of movie quotes, songs, and stories. This is where we store our poetry and dad jokes, the scriptures and obscenities that we've acquired along the way. All the stuff that goes into the soup that is our lives. These are the things that make us who we are. They remind us what we'd like to be less of. And they give us hope for who we might become. So I'm going to ask you a question that I'll never get an answer to. Mostly because this is a one-way conversation and I'm talking into a microphone to an invisible audience. But here it goes. If we were to pop the top off of your attention collection to peek inside, what would we find? Well, since you're listening, I'll go. I'll do it. But I want you to think about it, okay? So here's me. If you were to pop the top to mine, you'd find 80s pop. The cheesier, the better. You'd find some yacht rock. Mixing around in there. Listen, shout out to Christopher Cross. Sailing takes me away. If you have, stop what you're doing and listen to sailing, it will change your day. It might change your life. That might be hyperbolic, but I'm sticking to it. You'd find some comic books in there. You'd find John Hughes films, every one of them. Even the ones that he didn't actually write and direct, but he produced. I mean, just everything the man touched maybe didn't age so well in terms of, uh, you know, racial and, and gender biases. But listen, in its day. Okay, anyhow, moving on. 90s hip-hop and R&B. Hold it down. 90s hip-hop and R&B all day, every day. Christian theology. NPR, Stoicism. You'd look around in there and you'd find some Buddhist philosophy. And then the few films that I'll list just scratch the surface, but I will submit them humbly to you nonetheless. Friday, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker. I mean, that's it. I, I will quote every line to you right now. I will do a two-hour podcast of just me doing every line from the movie. Hitch, Will Smith, Sister Act 2, shout out to Whippy Goldberg, shout out to, uh, I mean, just a stellar, stellar cast. Lauren Hill, I mean, come on. And then, listen, I'm, I'm being vulnerable right now, so I need you not to judge me. Teen Wolf. I can't tell you how formative the movie Teen Wolf was. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm okay with Teen Wolf 2 featuring Jason Bateman. I'm all right with it. I'm here for it. All right. And then I'll, I'll throw a book out there, The Humans by Matt Haig. Read it. This is a short list. I told you. But a picture starts to form. You start to get the idea. I've been shaped in different ways by each of these inputs. They have all snuck into my life in various ways. I think about the lines or I think about the stories or they've helped me or they've nudged me along or they've encouraged me at different times or I've completed somebody's sentence with a, a song lyric or a movie quote 
It's all in there. So what's yours? You know, art critic Josh Ruskin says, tell me what you like and I'll tell you what you are. I think it's a stretch, but I think there's a lot of truth in that statement. But I also think there's another layer and it's one that often goes unnoticed and therefore unconsidered. We are also shaped by the unspoken, by the nuance and neurosis of our families of origin, the places we grew up. We were shaped by the socioeconomic and cultural environments in which we grew up, by our circle of friends or the lack thereof. I'm here for the loners today. We were shaped just as much by what our caretakers and teachers didn't say than we were by what they actually said. Body language, sighs, moans and groans, eye rolls, all of those things have shaped us in some way. We've been shaped by what we heard about race, gender, sexuality, about money, politics, spirituality. That stuff is all in the soup, for better or for worse. Fortunately, we have the ability to curate our attention collection. We get to decide what belongs, and we get to decide what needs to be put to the curb as well, but only after it's been noticed and examined. See, we can't properly arrange our collection if we haven't even taken inventory. So this is our work, and awareness is a full-time job. Now, of course, we don't have to do this work. We can go along with the proverbial flow if we like, but let's consider again the words of David Dark. This process is happening whether we choose to engage it or not. And as ever, we're alarmingly free to look hard at any time at what we've learned, what we're learning, and what we might do well to unlearn. Next week, we're going to dive a little deeper and see what it means to share our attention collections, how we are formed by the collections of others and how we can pay things forward and integrate, how we can grow in community and relationship with this concept. But for this week, for this episode, I want to ask you this question to consider in the privacy of your car or your headphones or your office or wherever you might be listening. What's in your collection? So if you like what you just heard, if you consider this podcast a part of your attention collection, do me a favor, share it with somebody and then hit subscribe in Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling extra generous, go on ahead and give an honest from your bottom of your heart five star review in Apple Podcasts. Until next time.